Hi everyone welcome to another episode of my podcast we have a very special guest today joining all the way from germany we have michael anthony austin joining the podcast hi michael hi how are you doing i'm good how about you yeah i'm hanging in there i'm doing all right thanks <laughs> <laughs> so how's the situation michael where you are uh, tell us where you are and what's the situation with the pandemic and everything Yeah okay um yeah right now here in Germany we're still in the lockdown phase like half the world i think um so we're forbidden to see uh, more than one person um and uh yeah pretty much everything is still closed apart from shopping so right crazy situation uh, what part of germany are you where do you live in germany Um I live in a place called Gelsenkirchen it's uh, not far from Düsseldorf maybe you've uh, you've heard of that place before um yeah it's sort of cen- central <laughs> right a bit a bit a bit west um but uh yeah no no seaside here i'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> right right Um so with this all this uh, pandemic and covid when did you last uh, perform live Um well we were lucky um last um September we were still in the uh, position where we could play live um to reduced audiences a little bit smaller than what we were used to Right um but we could still play live and that kind of went on till the end of September but since then it hasn't been possible so <laughs> Right. couple of months yeah right so michael i uh i was looking at you know i was searching in youtube uh, about you your name and there's so many things coming up and i mean <laughs> of course we can talk about a lot of these things but first of all can you tell me a little bit about your childhood and growing up and how did you like got into music okay well i mean i um your listeners might notice my accent doesn't sound very german or maybe it does i don't know <laughs> um i've been here for um for basically 20 years but i i come originally from newcastle upon tyne that's uh, in the northeast of england right and uh, not far from scotland and um yeah growing up i was always surrounded by music from aunties and uncles and obviously the parents record collection so i grew up on the beatles and uh you know the hollies the old 60s stuff and then uh bands that i got introduced to by by family things uh as diverse as um bob seger and uh, rush so i had it from <laughs> from all sides <laughs> right <clears throat> yeah so um when did you like got into when did you like feel felt that you can actually sing and you you, you want to pursue that Uh I was I was probably around 1213 um where I started to notice that I could I could hold a tune all right and um right and uh yeah I I got involved in in um, theater uh, musicals and things as a as a kid and um yeah the, you know the people there they kept pushing me and pushing me and um obviously I was discovering my own taste in music rock music and everything started my first school band around that time 1314 and um yeah it was just it was clear to me that i i would never have a a normal job <laughs> <laughs> right so how did you end up in germany a lady 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, my good, my good lady who I'm still with, um, Claudia, we're still together after all this time. <laughs> we, haven't, right. we haven't killed each other yet <laughs> in this crazy lockdown. <laughs> right, so, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the thing you have you have you have to uh, you have to get on with uh, with somebody really well to be able to survive this lockdown. <laughs> right, I think I think this uh, lockdown and pandemic and everything is also testing the relationships. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree with you, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, my 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 lovely ladies just brought me a nice cup of tea, so there we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, some cookies. Oh, cook, she brought me cookies as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Michael, one uh, one thing that popped up that uh, I didn't know about, but I recently found out that you were actually a contestant on The Voice Germany, right? Yes, I was. Yeah, here in Germany. Yeah. Um, can you tell me? Because I... I was so amazed the 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 first blind audition you did you actually did a Whitney Houston song but you did it in a completely different uh, way you yeah. imagine that song differently can you tell me about that experience um well the whole experience was actually okay um I mean it was clear for me because I'm because I'm a bit older I mean most of these shows they're looking for young people really mm. young um that they can kind of mold a little bit and create a star if you like but because I've been at, at, at this game for so long um, I'm kind of set in my ways and so <laughs> there was probably a little bit of a little bit of uh, pulling uh, here and there between me and the the showrunners um, but it was clear to me that I probably wouldn't last that long in the in the show probably because of my age um, but I, I I enjoyed my whole experience of it and um, the way that um, they they actually approached me and said uh, about um, doing this Whitney Houston song as a ballad. And I was, first of all, my first reaction was never, I can never sing a Whitney Houston song. It'll never work. Um, but, you know, they have really excellent musicians there who do the shows and, um, you know, they, they convinced me and, um, and I went for it, you know, I really just gave it my all, you know? So I think they were surprised. I think you, you saw the reaction. Some of them, they thought, is it a guy? Is it a woman? I don't know. And um, I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or not. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. It was, it, was, it was only a short time. It was a couple of weeks in total. Um, right. But it, it was a fun experience. I don't have anything bad to say about the show. Um, but, um, you know, I'm pleased I did it. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> right. So, so Michael, can you tell me a little bit about your like your earlier bands? You were involved with, uh, like, you know, from school bands, and then how did you like got into actual bands? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, the, the school bands obviously uh, was the first the first real experience of, of larger audiences. We played a few clubs as a school band. Um, and actually, uh, a couple of the guys, they're still involved in music. So um, I found this out through through Facebook over the last couple of years. So that's that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, we, um, we we tried to to make our first few steps into the, the larger world. And um, that certainly helped me get my confidence playing in front of adult audiences. It like as a 16 year old, you know, 15, 16. And um, and that basically opened the doors. But 
the reality is you have to kind of you can't just expect to make loads of money from from music um it's a tough business and um you know this it's uh it's a there's so many challenges and uh, um you have to kind of do what what it takes you know so i was working different jobs i worked in a bank i worked in in hotels and bars i did all kinds of different stuff but it was always music was my focus you know so that was always the main thing but yeah it's it's easy when you're in a band it's easy to find other bands you know and other musicians and so it was always a case of oh this guy needs something this guy needs something so just trying different things out and finding my own voice, you know? Right. Um, one thing I uh, really love that what you are doing is you're, you're part of two uh, Queen tribute bands, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, when did you first discover Queen? Um, well, Queen, I, I mean, it was always there when I was growing up, but um, I, I actually was really, really lucky. I, I, um, I had a chance to see Queen with Freddie back in 1986. So the last tour that they ever did, the, the Magic Tour. Right. And um, as I saw I saw the band. Um, it's in James's Park, uh, the Newcastle football ground back in the day. Um and it blew me away, absolutely blew me away. And and that was probably the pivotal moment where I said, okay, that's what I want to do. That that's commanding of the crowd, um, everybody singing along, you know, they know every word, everything. And plus plus the diversity of Queen. I loved that they could do a song like um, like Hammer to Fall, mm. um, you know, going full out rock almost almost heavy metal but not quite but um really pushing that rock sound with pop and then do something like um love of my life you know two right. uh two very extremes plus the quirky stuff you know killer queen bohemian rhapsody of course right. you know so and i think that that kind of steered me to what i wanted to do like i, I never thought that i had to stick to one kind of music you know, I thought, okay, even as a writer, you can try different things. You know, you can you can do a little bit of jazz here. You can try something progressive here. You know, it's kind of opened the door to me, to that way of thinking, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, Queen was like, uh, as you said, they, they, they sort of, I, what I call them is like, gen, gen, uh, I call them gender bending because they, 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 you cannot really put them in one genre, right? Because they, exactly. they, yeah, they do sometimes progressive, they sometimes rock and roll, then it's, it's really good. Uh, mm. What are your, some of your favorite songs of Queen? And then what, what, would, what songs do you like to perform live? Like if a couple of songs. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one, one of the, one of the songs I, I love to perform um, and it's, um, I, I think when you, um, when you find, find an, the emotional side of a song to perform that that's really that's really good um and i love to perform the show must go on um because it's it's a really challenging song as is is a singer because mm. it's it's not just extremely high but it's very um very diverse in the way that you perform it um it uses all the different aspects of your voice head voice full voice you know everything and um so that's really challenging i love doing that and um yeah just some of the some of the the more unusual stuff um you know um yeah 
Bohemian Rhapsody is always great fun. Right. Um, and one of the things is that with with uh, with Queen May Rock, um, we we do the full middle section. You know, all the Galileos and everything. We do right. that live. Um, so it's 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 fun. It's challenging and it's uh, it's great fun. And the, the crowd, the crowds, they they lap it up. You know, they they go with you on the journey. You know, so. Right. You did. I know you definitely watched Bohemian Rhapsody movie, right? Did you like it? I did. It? Yes. Um, I'm split. Um, I, I like um, I like a lot of the way that it's made, um, but I I don't think it's a great biopic. I think right. um, what I actually preferred was uh, Rocket Man right. as a movie. Yes, I thought yes. Rocket Man was really good, especially because um, they got um, Taron Egerton. Um, they got the main guy who played Elton. They got him to actually sing it. Yes, live, yes. you know, yeah. like to really to really perform it, and I think that was one of the things that um, that Remy Malik should have done. I think he should have sung himself, where they, you know, the actual uh, music in the movie they right. used little bits of Freddie's voice, a little bit of Mark Mattel. They kind of mixed it together and created a voice, and I think that was that that kind of pulled me out the movie a little bit. Right. I know and some I of know. the facts. Some of the facts are a little bit, a little bit uh, not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I really agree about the Rocket Man because, and the way that they use the songs in the film storyline was really, yes. really pretty good. Huh? Because they yeah, chose yeah. the right song for the right scene. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just think as a whole movie, I think Rocket Man is far superior. It's a Bohemian Rhapsody. If you don't know anything about Queen apart from maybe. Um, I want to break free or a couple of songs that you might have heard on the radio. I think it's it's a good start to bring mm. new people to the band. But if you're a long-time fan, then it's not it's it's okay. <laughs> right. But I really enjoyed the scene, you know, the live aid performance the where they live aid, this was this was incredible. Yeah. Right. How the, how they remade it with a, with all the special effects and everything and the video shots. Yeah, really clever. Very clever. Yeah, and because also, uh, but, but thankfully we still have the original. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my favorite, actually, my favorite Queen song is actually Radio Gaga, because it's ah okay. Yeah. I really yeah. love how how Freddie sings that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, with Queen May Rock, we've made a, we've just made a, an, an acoustic album, um, which we're going to be releasing pretty soon. I think in the next two two weeks, we're going to have details about that. Um, we did um. Like we've got eight tracks on there, and it's it's us doing Queen songs unplugged with slightly different arrangements. So, be interesting to hear to hear what what you think about it. <laughs> right, definitely. Because we that, do Radio Gaga. <laughs> that's great. So Queen May Rock, uh, it's a tribute. So what's the other band? There is another Queen. Uh, you're doing another project, Queen tribute, right? Yeah, yeah. This is um. um Natalia Poznova's Queen Rhapsody. Natalia Poznova, she's a she's a classical pianist um, from Russia, um, and she actually lives also in uh, in Germany in Dresden. Um, and this is a thing that's been going on for a couple of years now, um, but it's really difficult, and especially with obviously with with the Corona and the lockdown and everything, it kind of put plans on hold again um, because we want to try and make this into a, a big tour like worldwide. I mean, we've played um, <coughs> in a few different places, few different countries, but it's always been a gig here and a gig there. And 
we want to try and create a whole tour. So that, that's the plans for the next, uh, the next co coming year um, to try and get this thing on the road. But it's, it's essentially, it's, um, it's a rock band with an orchestra. Right, right. So with a full orchestra. Right. I, I also enjoy, Michael, the, the, what you did with, uh, I think she, her name is Helga, Helga Watcher. The, you did yeah, Barcelona yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, right? I yeah, really like that covers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Helga, she's a, she's she's a great singer. She's um, an opera singer from here here in Essen, and near where I live. Um, and uh, yeah, um, we came together because because of uh, Queen May Rock. That sometimes um, the organizers they want a little extra special element to the show and right. so we do um we do a couple of songs from 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 the, from the barcelona album and um yeah we've been doing this uh, together she's been a special guest for us for probably about the last 10 years so that's that's how long we've been doing this right it's great fun yes yeah. uh, i really love the you you guys did the brian may challenge the the hammer to fall you know those zoom uh, recording yeah yeah and it it didn't felt like it's uh it it felt like you were actually playing with Brian May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm surprised actually that more people didn't do it. I mean, um, Brian put a few a few different videos out there and said, "Hey guys, if you want to do this, join me," and uh, and we thought, why not? You know, why not? So um, yeah, it was really good fun, um, and I think I think it's I think it sounds fine. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I know you you involved with so many different bands. Uh, so you have yes. your you you do jazz band and then you also do a Depeche Mode uh, tribute band as well, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, um, we've been on hold for about a year, um, but uh, we're hoping to to get back back to that again pretty soon, as soon as everything starts to lift and uh, we're allowed to play live again. Um, yeah, right. but that, that's that's something I kind of fell into. Um, um, a jazz, the jazz band um, is um, that that your listeners know what it is. It's called Miss You Class. Um, we uh, we do jazz versions of classic rock songs. So everything <laughs> from Iron Maiden to Motorhead to um, yeah, Black Sabbath. We've we've got everything in there. So it's it's uh, it's really good fun. Um, yeah, and the Depeche Mode band uh, Remote. Um, I, that was something I kind of fell into. Um, I got invited um, from the drummer. They were looking for someone to fill in on the keyboard position. And so, um, so yeah, so that, that, that was how, how that happened. And um, I have been with them for four years now, unbelievably, four years. Right. So time um, flies. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael, when I listen to your like solo songs, you, you, you I mean, you you have a very soft, very soft uh, voice right so like it's it's very soothing voice actually and then <laughs> and then i i'm i'm discovering that you're actually also part of a metal band which is called metal ink <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i think a lot of people were surprised when they first heard that that can't be you that's not your voice but um i um yeah, another long, long-term guitar acquaintance of mine, um, a guy called uh, Jörg Brooks, and he um, he kind of wrote, if you start, excuse me, a <coughs> um, little bit of hay fever. Um, he uh, he wrote a few songs, and um, 
and asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. And, uh, and so I came up with a few lyrics and melody ideas and, and stuff. And, and I thought, why not just give it a try? And I, I discovered, um, cause I've always been a metal fan. You know, I've always loved, uh, you know, metal, everything from, from Maiden, uh, to Anthrax, uh, you know, um, whether it's Survivor, Journey, a little bit softer or a little bit harder, you know, Megadeth and stuff. I, I, I see the Megadeth thing behind you there. Looks, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is that? Is that a comic? That looks cool. Your Megadeth no, that's, picture. That's there. one of the cancelled um, shows in Manila. So the poster. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually a huge Megadeth fan. And, uh, and that was something that we kind of came together on. We said, okay, let's, let's try and do something that's, um, that's metal. But the, the ink is kind of this incorporate is the short version of incorporated. And what we want wanted to try and uh, bring a few elements of the different metal bands that we liked. So a little bit of Judas Priest, a little bit of Queensryche, um, Megadeth, Maiden, that kind of, you know, a mixture of different stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, um, Traces of the Past is what we came up with. And I'm hoping that we're going to do a follow-up, um, but I'm just waiting for Jörg to... To give me that call again. <laughs> right. Actually, so, Jörg, if you're listening. <laughs> actually, Traces of the Past is a very, very good metal album, actually. I really liked it. Thank I, you. Especially Rise Up, the track Rise Up. I've been listening to that ah, a lot. Yeah. Thank and... you. Yeah, really cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, it's, it's a couple of years ago now, but I'm hoping that we're going to do a follow-up because um, it was it, it was really good fun. And um, I, I, a lot of people like it, so... Yeah, right. fingers crossed. So, so Michael, before this uh, COVID happened, how, how was your touring and performing? You were mostly doing it in Germany or you were doing it in other countries as well? Yeah, a, lo a lot of touring in, in Germany, essentially. But um, because it's kind of Central Europe, we've got all the possibility of, you know, we tour in, um, in Holland and France, Belgium. Um, you know, we've been... Uh, we've been all over the place. And like I say, with, uh, with some of the other bands, we've been a bit further afield, um, you know, to, uh, to Russia, Estonia, you know, so um, I think that that's one of the, the advantages of being, being in middle Europe, you know, being a part of, part of Europe that you, you have the possibility to travel around quite easily. Um, and again, another reason why, why I'm he still here in Germany, you know, still based here in Germany. Right. So, so yeah. this, uh, your solo album, so you, you do so more, more of a singer songwriter type of, you mm -hmm. know, very yeah. uh, songs and you have a couple of albums and was this happening parallel to while doing all these rock bands and uh, all this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was, uh, it was all parallel. Um, something that I, I always found, um, that I wanted to do was to do essentially to do my own stuff more than anything else. Um, and what seems to come out when I'm writing my own songs is that kind of singer songwriter country kind of um, folky kind of thing. Um, and um, yeah, that's, that's the path that I've always been following. I've tried to do between every other project that I've been involved in, I've tried to do an album. So like every couple of years and um, unfortunately, um, it's been a, a long time since since I did my last solo album. It's actually 2013, so it's about time. I did a you know obviously the metal album between and the Miss You Class album, but um, to do my own songs, my really my, my own from the heart songs, um, 
yeah, it's been a long time coming and here it is. <laughs> it's right. ready. So um, when when I got to know you, uh, the first song that I, I got from you is The Turnaround and Kiss Me, which is a very mm-hmm. nice song. And uh, I really love the way you guys did the video. Can you tell me the concept of the video uh, for that? Um, well, well, this this was quite simple. It was um, it was just uh, the idea of, of turning around. Just in, I, I love love that idea, and just to have have like a dancer just just do that, just to um, yeah, it was it was more like let, uh, I didn't want to have too many flashing images or anything, and just something keep it really simple because um, the song is what what was important to get the song out there and and the lyrics to let people okay. Sometimes you're distracted when there's too much going on in a video, I think. Mm. Um, and you don't necessarily, you might hear the melody, but you might not necessarily hear the, hear the words and, um, and take time to, to listen to the words. So it was okay. I need to do a video. So let's, let's do something simple. So, but I'm, I'm hoping that with the next, next couple of releases, there's going to be a little bit more, experimentation so <laughs> right <laughs> we'll see what we come up with <laughs> right so um you you also release uh, so while happening while the pandemic is happening <laughs> lockdown you actually released a song in 2021 right yeah oh, getting yeah. out so is this actually inspired by covid because it says getting <laughs> out <laughs> sort of yeah well that was kind of one of the reasons why, why i thought um i should release this single um the the actual um, story of the text is a little bit different, but I think you can, I think that's one of the good things. You can always reinterpret words. Right. I think, I think each person, they, you know, maybe as a writer, you have a certain idea that you want to present, but um, obviously you have to think, well, everybody who hears it is going to, going to take it differently. The same way is that not everybody looks at a painting in the same way. Right. So, um, I'm quite happy if people want to take this as a yes. Finally, I'm getting out of the lockdown, and you know, right. <laughs> I can I can be free. That's great. I, uh, and so I thought, yeah, why not? Why not? Let's just do it. <laughs> right, because uh, the the problem is every time you think you can get out, but then the rules change or it will come exactly. back. Yeah. So, something br- back. something brings you back. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. So it kind of, kind of fits with some of the words. Yeah. About be, um, wanting to break away, but finding that you, that you, something is keeping you there, that you're staying. So, um, right. yeah. <clears throat> so Michael, can you tell me what's your, uh, uh, what's your plan, upcoming plan and what, what, what we can expect from you? Okay. The your upcoming plans. Yeah, sure. Um, well, the next stage is to release this album properly, which will be in the next uh, next few weeks. It'll be uh, officially released, so by the end of March. And um, I have a live stream um, show coming up. Um, the one that was was cancelled, I, I have to look for a new date. And hopefully um, I can actually do this with live musicians. Right. Um, even if we don't have a, a live um, live audience in front of the stage. So, um, but yeah, I would love to be able to tour this album. So it all depends on on the lockdown. And if we're allowed to tour, then this is this is my plan. I would really like to tour. So um, I have great musicians on standby. They all want to help me out. Um, yeah, it's it's let's it's a waiting game. Let's just wait and see. But yeah, that's that's the main thing. Get get, get this single out, the album in March, maybe a third single. Um, 
and um, yeah, just just waiting and hope hopefully get some good response. Right? Is there hope a name? Like what they hear? Yes. Is there a name for the album? Yeah, the album is called. Um, it's not the years; it's the mileage. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 okay i i will interpret it <laughs> you know i can interpret it the way i want right <laughs> exactly yeah. and take take from that what you will <laughs> right. so so michael what's your message to the viewers and people also you know uh, been supporting you um yeah all i can say is you know thank you so much for for all your support and um I really appreciate it. It's been it's been great. I mean, the response so far, especially for um, for Turn Around and Kiss Me, has been been incredible. Um, with with uh, you know pod, podcast interviewers like yourself and uh, lots of online radio airplay throughout the world. You know, mm. from from Australia to um, Africa, America, Ireland. It's been it's been really really positive. And I can only hope that it's going to continue. Um, I have to shout out to uh, it's a Catherine J. Campbell who who put us together, and um, she's kind of helping me put this promotion together. It's and uh, you know she's been great, absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that's going to continue, and um, hopefully people will like the new single, and then they like the album as well. So right, yeah. Yeah, I I want to shout out to Catherine also because Catherine and there are a few others we like sort of work together and we help promote each other's artists. So it's really a yeah. great great. It's it's a it all this happened because of actually or to be honest, everything happens because of COVID. Because otherwise, I won't <laughs> yeah. be even doing this podcast if there was no COVID. So. <laughs> Right. <clears throat> well, I mean, you're on. Uh, you're over a hundred now. Over a hundred podcasts, right? So. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I didn't even know when I started this that it, this will go this far because I was I did it because I cannot go to the concerts anymore. Because right. as I see, I, 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 the, all this, you know, I, I've been to so many concerts, so many gigs. Mm. So for the last twenty years, actually, I've been going to concerts. That's what I've been doing. So now yeah, yeah, yeah. everything has to stop. So, but anyway, I'm discovering more more new artists because of the this podcast and stuff. So like right. like yourself. So, uh, so Michael, this is I really enjoy talking to you, and I yeah, really love you. all these different projects that you're doing, different uh, albums and music. So keep making great music, and then. Uh, have a great evening so i'll talk to you some again maybe after you have another you know when you release your album <laughs> yeah super yeah great to talk to you so michael tell everyone how they can follow you and listen to your music um yeah um well basically i have um i have a homepage um com. um they can uh, they can get access to different links and stuff on there and um obviously i'm on facebook Instagram, um, yeah, and all my music is on Spotify. If they want to, if they want to stream it directly, um, but you can also buy it. So if you, <laughs> right. it's to, you know to to buy and stream. So um, yeah, it's that that's uh, that's where I am. I'm easy to find. Just just t- just type in my name. <laughs> right. So Michael, thank you, thank you again. Uh, so have a great evening. Uh, stay safe. Jana, you too. You take care. All right. Thanks now. Thank you.